tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. And that's why this show is very important because life is passing you by before your very eyes. Every day, you have two things that you can count on. Number one, you woke up, so God definitely gave you another chance. That's number one. Number two, you will never get that day back again. With that said, can you realistically afford to continue doing the same things over and over and over again and expect a different outcome? Think about it. Most Americans go to bed taking a drug to go to sleep. Then most Americans get up, and they're at the dope man's house. Okay, you say the dope man, I mean Starbucks. You are there to get your caffeine on. You know why? Because if you don't have that fix in the morning, you are walking around growling like the angry bear. You are not, uh, let's just say, you're not going to play well with the rest of the kids. I mean, we are addicted to having something fix our lives, which I can say this. Whether your something is prayer, spirituality, whether your something is going to the gym, going to Starbucks, whatever your something is, it's either doing one of two different things. It's either working for your good or it's doing the exact opposite, and that's what we're going to talk about today. It has been such an arduous proposal for most of us that we seek comfort, we seek release, we seek um, happiness through these things. As a matter of fact, I'm going to prove this to you. Anything that you purchase, you buy it because you actually believe it is going to make your life better. I don't care if you buy a cup of coffee. You think some way, somehow, that cup of coffee is going to help you to focus better. If you go and buy a, um, a an item of clothing, you feel that by wearing that clothing, it is going to bring someone's attention to you in a way that is going to make you feel better about yourself. No matter what it is that you do, there, it is always done with one intent in mind, and that intent is for you to improve the quality of your life. Unfortunately, we're, we fall short because there are things that we can do to enhance our life, but the only thing that is going to improve your life is having a different attitude. And speaking of attitudes, let me tell you how that plays a role. There was a study conducted at Stanford University several years ago. They put children, I believe five-year-old children in a control group. They told the children this simple premise. You can have a marshmallow now, or if you wait 30 minutes, I'll give you a reward and give you two marshmallows, right? That's the reward for waiting. You get two marshmallows. Naturally, especially with children that young. You know most of them wanted two marshmallows right away. Long story short, they came back, and this is called a longitudinal study, if, for those of you that want to get clinical. They came back when these children were 10 years old to check their academic and social performance in school. They found that the kids that who had an issue with delayed gratification performed not as good as the kids that could wait until it was the right time, the right moment for things to happen in their lives. Well, needless to say, they likewise came back and followed up on these kids at graduation from high school. And they looked to see how these kids fared from the fifth grade through graduation. They found, again, that the kids that performed and had the ability to wait and had the ability to um, not have to rush through life tend to perform better. They tend to have something more substantive, something more realistic taking place in their lives. Well, why is Dr. Young telling you that? It's real simple. I'm going to, tonight's show is dedicated to you minimizing the uh, things that hurt and harm your life negatively, and what can you do to balance it? Truth be told, 
most of us, including yours truly, has an issue with stress from problems of normal everyday life. What do I mean by those problems? Well, let's let's just be honest. Play like you don't have any bill problems. Okay, we know for most of you that's probably really, really using the imagination, but let's play like you don't. Then what happens? Well, most of your problems are going to have something to do with something that money cannot fix. And God forbid it be your health, but you know what's even worse is when someone else is rearing the hell out of you for either a good or a bad reason and a reason that they can do absolutely nothing about. And I'll give you an example of some of that. If you are over 40 years old, more than likely now your parents are needing you to assist in taking care of them. They need you to help them with their health care. They need you to help them with managing their lifestyle and managing their home. Or you have a child that is on the way to college or a child that has a baby that's gone through a relationship issue. God forbid daddy's not in the kid's life, so here you go again. And for many of you, it's the second time you're raising a child without a father present. So as we know, There are things that can crop up and really, really jack life up for us. What can you do? Where do you go? What happens when you find yourself caught in a quagmire and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it? Well, I'm going to tell you there are things you can do about it. One thing, and I want to give a quick little uh, lesson because I've got the pleasure of having a uh, colleague joining me this evening. She's uh, Dr. Priscilla Anderson. She's a doctor of pharmacy, and she also is the president of My Natural Pharmacist. So I'm going to bring her on shortly. But before I do, let me give you some information that's going to help you really appreciate the things that she's going to talk to you about. Human physiology has not changed too much over 50,000 years. As a matter of fact, I don't care if you're a Darwinist, and believe the 50,000-year thing about human evolution or your creation and you feel like, okay, God put man here as man, you know, whatever you want to believe, that's your business. But here's the truth of it. In the brain, the hind brain, the smaller part of your brain, the pons, the medulla, you know, the cerebellum, all that, the back part of your brain, it is on autopilot, autonomic pilot. It is just saying, you know what, breathe, exhale, uh, defecate, urinate. It, it doesn't really need any stimuli. If something lands on your arm, you slap it. Matter of fact, before the caveman could go, ugh, you know, I, I wonder if cavemen really went, ugh. Anyway, wouldn't that be funny if they actually spoke a language and we're the ones that's stupid? But the truth be told, that part of your brain is autonomic. It works by itself is what that word basically means. It's on autopilot. Well, here's the problem with it. You can't tell it what to do, and you can't stop it from doing what it wants to. But later in our evolution, this thing called the part of the brain called the limbic system formed. And when that part of the brain formed, man, watch out. Here's what, that, what happened with that. You got the four Fs out of that. You got fight, flight, you know, feeding, and procreation. You'll get that corny joke in a minute. But when you look at that, the limbic system basically was – a step above autonomic function, but it had something to do with urges, primal urges, like I need to eat, I need to procreate, meaning have sex. You know, you look like you could bear my kid, bend over woman or come here, man, or whatever it is. And then it was like, oh, I hear a bump in the night. You grab your club, you grab your spear. Man didn't have fire then yet. And, so, and even when they did, they could only see so far. And you had a choice. You either could fight or run to protect yourself. Then all of a sudden, there's this other part of the brain that developed called the amygdala. And when that part of the brain developed, what it basically did was start associating gratification with these feelings. So now man went from just lust and primal urge to sex. And, you know, if I touch you here, woo, that feels good. I respond. If I look at this piece of food, it makes me crave it. If I have this person glare at me or talk to me in a certain tone of voice, I'm going to slap the living corn nuggets out of you. You know, all of these things were uh, affected by a process that didn't require too much thought. It was based on urges. And then, and theorem, here comes the neocortex, the front part of your brain that actually says, you know what, we are going to actually think before we act, which most of us, eh, okay, I'm going to throw myself in there, me too, 
Don't do that when we are ticked off. As a matter of fact, I was in Costco. This guy spilled a drink and got it all over my pants. I wanted to turn around and, okay, just fill in the blank, but let's say I wanted to do something that was not so gentlemanly to him, and that is how all of us function. We will flash back to the most primal of urges that we are suppressing In order to cope with circumstances, in order to cope with life, we go visit things that are not good for us behaviorally, psychologically, and what have you. Now, Dr. D, why in the devil are you telling me all that? I'm getting ready to because when Dr. Anderson comes on, all of this is going to come come together for you. When we do this, our, there's this little bitty thing in the brain called the pituitary gland, and it secretes hormones like norepinephrine and epinephrine, which, are, which we call uh, adrenaline. It secretes cortisol, which ain't no good for nothing for you. you know? And what happens when you have these secretions? Your heart rate goes up. You start producing acid to clear out whatever food is in your stomach. You, uh, you know, everything about you, your senses are heightened. Your pupils dilate. Well, how is that good if somebody cuts you off in traffic? How is that good if you can't find your keys? How is that good if you are a woman and you're going through menopause and one minute it's hot now, everybody in the house is shivering because you're going to cut the dog on air down now, you got everybody sweating, talking about you cold. I mean, you know, all of these things happen, and we get hijacked mentally, we get hijacked emotionally, and when that happens, the thing that um, – becomes most engaging is the fact that now we have a hard time dealing with life. And with, when we have that hard time, we need to balance ourselves physically. So the first part of this show is going to be talking about what you can do without having, quote, unquote, who I call the dope man, the pharmaceutical industry, Starbucks, and all those people. And, yeah, I know y'all are going to be like, Dr. Young, we saw your ass at Starbucks, too. Yeah, you did. I ain't going to lie. But the truth is there are other things that we can do that will help us to lower these cortisol levels, to raise our endorphinic levels, to, uh, fellas, you won't need that little blue pill. You can actually get an erection if you just, like, actually connect with the woman, but, but that's another show. Um, <laughs> and, and, ladies, you don't have to worry about your hormones hijacking you anymore because, being honest, you don't have to go through that. Now, I'm not saying life isn't normal and it doesn't take its course, but with all of that said, the expert, Dr. Priscilla Anderson, is here. Dr. Anderson, what's going on, girlfriend? Wow, what a great introduction, and I enjoyed the first part of uh, your commentary. That is really a good way to lead into what I have to say. Well, well, let's go here. And, and I want America, Canada, and, and you guys in the islands, you are so much luckier than us. I, I, we've got a lot of listeners in the Caribbean and the Virgin Islands and in Barbados, but you guys uh, really have – that thing is so much better because you aren't hijacked by the Food and Drug Administration in the United States and the pharmaceutical companies. You're much more in touch with natural medicine. Priscilla, how bad are Americans being jacked off and blindfolded from the realities of things that are good for us and making us think that we have to have all of these man-made chemicals to make ourselves feel better? Well, you know, initially... Uh, when the doctors go to medical school, they're taught about pharmaceuticals, and that's all they're taught about. They're not told about herbs and how herbs can help because essentially the pharmaceutical companies, you know, take an herb, put it in the lab, and supercharge it, which is why there are so many side effects and things like that, and then charge, you know, exorbitant amounts of money and herbs are not that expensive, so you can't even make money if you don't charge a lot of money for something. And so they don't even educate the doctors so that the, the doctors can educate their patients about other alternatives besides prescription drugs. You know, what I find so interesting is I, I, when I was at, uh, in pre-med at University of Houston, I got to participate in a project I uh, cannot even, Dr. Montoya is his name, 
and they hosted the summit for uh, human subjects in clinical trials at U of H. When I found out the three-year protocol of the FDA, what they do to move a drug to market, and really what it boils down to is how strong is your lobby and how much, how many millions of dollars can you throw at Congress to get something quote-unquote deemed necessary to be rushed through clinical trials and get it to the consumer, only later to find, you know, Priscilla, I'll use my best commercial. I was looking at this commercial the other night, and it says, Yes, you want to breathe better. You don't want to be itching. Try this drug, and then you out right after they get with a nice voice. Okay, this drug may have side effects. You may break out in hives. You may have a heart attack. You may die. Your eyeball might fall out. You may end up with your genitalia falling in your underpants, and then your toe come off. All of a sudden, when you come, your tongue's going to come out your mouth, and your lips will fall off. As a matter of fact, all your hair may come off your damn head. Your may die. Now that isn't exactly what they said, but it's right, pretty. Right, right, right. Yes, and when I was in school, you know, they always taught us that the uh, drug companies have so many lawyers because they, you know, have to start out making sure that they have lawyers on board to, you know, help when the lawsuits come because there are so many drugs that, you know, do all those harmful things that you just mentioned. You know, there is a place for drugs. For instance, if you have cancer or something like that, it is important that you get the right treatment. But for most of the disease states, you don't need that. You know, you really don't need that. I mean, basically, um, if you eat the right foods and supplement yourself with proper herbs and um, vitamins, you can stave off a lot of these disease states that people have, like uh, high blood pressure, stress, uh, hormone balancing, things like that, or I should say hormone imbalance. You know, when I first started, a lot of people um, would ask me, you know, why do the drugs, why do they say that, you know, what you just said, all these side effects. And I said, well, because the drugs are supercharged. You know, they get them in the lab and they um, end up doing a lot of things that lead to all the side effects. If you just get an herb, or something that comes, you know, from the ground and use it and it all it has all the good properties to heal your body, you don't need all of those other things, you know. And that's what a lot of people need to get at. You know, basically our diets are poor and um if you don't have the proper diet and the soil that the things are grown in now doesn't have a lot of minerals, so that's why it's important to have, you know, herbs and supplements and the right vitamins and things like that. Okay, big question. Uh, and by the way, uh, to all my listeners, first, you guys know that I do not endorse anybody's products. Um, I'm, I'm just totally against it. And even when people came to me and wanting me to go on a certain uh, network that has a lot of black stations around the country, but they wanted to own my name, which I'm, I learned from Prince, I am not that stupid. Um, the thing that I wasn't going to do is sell out and endorse things that I, number one, think are just a bunch of BS. Number two, if I think that the real game is to make everybody rich and, and the person, my listener, is going to suffer because some greedy blank wants to pimp someone, well, that's the reason I have doctor, and this is a pharmacist, Ph.D. doctor, uh, Priscilla Anderson on this show right now. This She is not some chick calling in, throwing her attitude around because this is what she thinks. Now, Priscilla, I'm going to ask a couple of questions because I've gotten some emails that uh, people want some help with. One, there is a lot going on in folks' bedrooms. Men can't get an erection, which I'm going to tell you, fellas, it's nothing wrong with your gear. It's something wrong with the fact you was probably promiscuous, or you or you're not really connecting with the woman, but let's just say there is something wrong. Priscilla, what are some of the things that people need to get out of their diet and get into their diet that will help men with erectile dysfunction and then part B, help women with things uh, such as, I, I would use a clinical term, but nobody will understand what the hell I'm going to say. So let's just, I'm going to use the Eddie Murphy language. You don't get moist no more. So what can we do? I'm retarded before me. What can we do to help men and women 
get back some of the flame in the bedroom. Okay, so, you know, first of all, you want to decrease the caffeine, decrease the processed foods, you know, basically try to eat more things, I call it, from the ground to the table. So you want fresh vegetables, um, fresh fruits instead of fruit juices. You want to get your sleep. And also I have formulated several products to help with um, adding what you need to balance your body from the inside out. One thing, as people age, for men and women, the testosterone and the estrogen goes down. So what you need are herbs to help balance that and get you the estrogen-like and the testosterone-like effects going back in your body. So that way, it's kind of like when you were younger, when your um, figure was a certain way, when your metabolism was sped up, you know, all these things, you know, just part of the aging process, they go away. So through the herbs and things that I've formulated, they can take those things and then they're able to kind of get back that energy, get back that vitality, along with proper diet and rest. Now, one thing I do want to talk about is we we say things about liposis, which is, you know, when you have a high lipid count, meaning lots of fat in your blood, and then next thing you know, you start having this coronary issue because this fat isn't allowing your blood to make it through your arteries without saying, excuse me, hey, move, you're in my way. Next thing you know, you're having a myocardial infarct, i.e. a heart attack or whatever. You Now, what can people look at as signs, Priscilla, that, you know what, you need to stop eating all that salt. You need to quit eating all of uh, that red meat, all of that. They think wheat bread is good for them, and I'm here to tell you guys, wheat bread is just as jacked up as white bread. And do your homework, you'll find out I'm not lying to you. But what are some red flags for, hell no, don't eat that? Okay, so basically if a person is having problems breathing, that's one thing. Um, Weight gain is not good in that case. You know, you're gaining weight. There's a lot of fat versus muscle. Um, Those are two things that happen, um, you know, telltale signs that you're on your way to, like, not a good place. Um, Also, genetics is very important. You know, I tell people you have to know, you know, um, how your father passed or how your grandfather passed or what things genetically um, come into play to make you uh, at risk for these things. You know, race is a thing. You know, if you're African-American, that's another problem with that. So it's a combination of different things. Also, it's important to go to your doctor, get your labs drawn. I always tell people you have to know where to start, where you start so that you know where you're going. So those are very important um, things to do. Okay, the next group of people that's having an issue is people that have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. All of those are just a show within itself. What can we do to offset some of these issues uh, from things that have just developed based on accumulated bad diet and accumulative bad behavior of decision-making processes? Okay, so first of all, you know, eat a lot of small meals. Um, You have to eat like every two to three hours. That's important to keep your metabolism sped up also for the blood, I mean, I'm sorry, for the blood sugar or diabetes issue. In terms of blood pressure, you want to keep your stress down. That's one thing that's keeping everybody's blood pressure up. You know, they have life stresses, personal, um, job. So you want to try to keep your stress down. And then um, you said high blood pressure, diabetes, and what else did you say? We talked about the cholesterol. Okay. Yeah, and so that has to do with, um, of course, your diet. You want to watch the fat intake, the processed food intake. Um, And then for diabetes, you want to watch your sugar. You know, you don't want to add a lot of sugar. Just a soda alone, you know, read your labels. The back of the label is like 36 to 46% sugar. You shouldn't have more than 6% sugar. So already that's your intake for two and three and four days. And then also, as I had mentioned, you know, I have formulated products 
to handle all of those disease states. They're all natural pharmaceutical quality herbs. They're sugar-free. My stuff has no stimulants in it, so that for a person that has high blood pressure can do that um, and use those products to help, you know, stave off things over time. Weight is a very big issue for all of these disease states. Sometimes just losing 10 pounds can make addition, I mean, a difference, excuse me, in your lab values. So, you know, it's quite a few things that people can do to help themselves before they end up needing a pill or something like that. Dr. Anderson, I've got to go here with it. A lot of us are walking around about to kill somebody. Well, okay, not really kill <laughs> But wow, girl! Look, I swear I am not. I am not making this up. I'm gonna, as God is my witness, the other day I, I said this early. I was in Costco. This man gets a drink and and putting the lid on. This fool has his stuff fly everywhere on my shoes, my pants, and didn't even get him wet. My first thing was I got emotionally hijacked. I looked at him, and you know how you see in these movies, the person slapped the hell out of somebody. And then they have the scene go back where they were just talking, but that's how that person was thinking for a moment. I wanted to take this. I, I felt like taking what was left in the cup and just dumping it right on his head, right? So a lot of us are walking around about just three minutes away yes, from yes, yes, yes. city jail. And I know a lot of that has to do with not enough rest, not a good diet, and being emotionally and mentally strained. What are the drugs that are being prescribed to people that we really should not take or give our children? Okay, so first of all, you know, a lot of uh, side effects come from, we talked about the hormone stuff, so estrogen and testosterone, you know, there are a lot of things on TV about, those things, and they're promoting them, but they can actually cause cancer. Um, in terms of the children, um, I'm just trying to think, do people give their kids, I mean, a lot of stuff for ADD and things like that, you know, that's not good for the children. And, you know, there are just so many disease states that people have. They're taking drugs for thyroid. You know, the thyroid is affected because you're stressed out, and when you have stress, it affects the thyroid. So there are things you can do and herbs you can take so you don't have to take the drugs. So there are just it's just a whole host of things that are out there, and I think what people really need to do is take a minute, take a step back, see what the triggers are that are causing the problem, and try to take something to prevent the triggers and then they won't need the drug. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, I, and using the products that you have uh, compounded, what, for the person that doesn't know any difference, and you know some of us, we feel, and I'm talking to almost every minority around this planet, many minorities other than the, my, my Asian friends who have enough sense to respect their own culture, believe that whatever came from Western society is always right, which if you believe that you are pretty much already gone. But is there something that you can give folk to give them a little bit of comfort in terms of taking an alternative route toward uh, pharmaceuticals and the products they take? Because we sold on people like you that compound and make tailor-made, um, tailor-made prescriptions for us so that we don't have to take these drugs that have either unknown or known perilous side effects. What yeah, so the, ba- the, ba- the basic thing is you want um, something that will manage your weight, something that will manage your stress, something that will manage your hormones, you know, those are the the basic things. Once you get those things in line, then, you know, you're probably going to offset a lot of other things that come after that. Okay. And I I got a quick – oh, yeah, definitely. I got a quick question I want to answer before we go to break. 
Uh, and Priscilla, I'm going to ask that if you hang around because at the end of the show, I want you to give out your website and contact info. But uh, someone is asking about menstruation and menstrual discomfort. What do you uh, have to say uh, in terms of things that people can do with diet, things that people can do to um, just kind of minimize the the cramping and the uh, the emotional, psychological discomfort and, and the imbalances. What can be done in that area to help out? Okay, so they can put a heating pad on the area, the abdominal area. And also, you know, a lot of times when people are having uh, a lot of cramping, sometimes it's related to emotional things. Sometimes mm-hmm. people have been... Um, you know, abused as children or raped or going through, you know, if it's a younger person, like a teenager, they might, their parents might be going through a divorce. And sometimes just treating the, the emotional part can help with the cramping. So sometimes you have to, again, I keep talking about finding the source of the problem and treating that. And then, you know, you can deal with the physical, because a lot of times the physical problems manifest from emotional problems. And sometimes people get sick because of, you know, things they're suppressing emotionally. So it would be a matter of, you know, kind of evaluating a lot of things with the person, you know, physical and emotional. But if it's nothing emotional, they can just, like, you know, put some heat on that area. Okay, that sounds good. That's Dr. Priscilla Anderson. We're getting ready to take a break. I, when we come back, there is a guy that named Dr. Simeon L. Queen. If you just get around this guy, he's, I call him the black Dalai Lama, the black Buddha. He is one of the most brilliant minds that I've ever come in contact with, and he's going to come back and join us and talk about how to zen yourself out and really become one, not only with yourself, but with God, your spirit, and the things that are happening in your life. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, but right now we're going to listen to my friend, Ms. Melba Moore, because this show is all about what can you do to survive. We'll be right back with Simeon, Dr. Simeon L. Queen, right after this.
you want to give us a when the hell and what's happening, girl? Thank you for listening to the show. And I haven't missed my friends in Canada. Good evening, you guys. You are tuned in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. I want to thank you guys for making us one of the top 20 shows on Blog Talk Radio. It is very much an honor to have that type of love and support. And I want you guys to know that I love and appreciate you so very much. I also want to send another shout-out to Makeda Smith in Los Angeles, California. Thank you for tuning in, Makeda. But right now, I have got the man. And when I tell you, if you want to really listen and get an importation, I have him on the line now. He's Dr. Simeon L. Queen. What's up, Sim? Dr. T. Ivan Young, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing very well. Man, you know, I'm, I'm, thank you, uh, one. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is going to be off the market he is uh, getting married next month, so we want to give a big shout-out to that. So this is proof, ladies. If you yeah. listen to this, you might get that dude to commit. Tell, tell me this, man. Everybody's looking for love, but they're looking in all the wrong places. What's up with that? See, it's, it's funny you say that, D. Ivan. The question is, for most people, uh, have I truly found who I am? You know, have you ever been lost? Lost while living a life that seems as though most of the world would die for, or, or maybe the life of, of the party, but yet even in your gifting of encouragement, you lay wounded from the loneliness of unanswered questions or, or searching for a wholeness in the broken world as, as fear has drained, you know, the love out of you. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that love that you search for, uh, is actually a reflection of uh, where you are in your current growth, in your current life. Sometimes we focus on the relationship instead of focusing on the wholeness of our hearts. So at times we have to actually take the time to center ourselves and actually take in the essence of God's presence, to breathe in and breathe out how wonderful uh, the splendor that God has blessed us with, how we can actually attribute that not only to our own lives, but to lives, to our lives with others. Dr. Queen, while you're saying that, the first thing that resonated with me was Dr. Anderson made a comment earlier, and she was saying uh, the one reoccurring theme in what she was saying was rest, rest. Why is it, Dr. Queen, that um, many of us can't rest? What is it that we can do? I guess what I should be asking is what can we do to, A, connect with the greater part of ourselves, and I guess part B is how can we find rest in such a chaotic world? Well, um, the world, as you know, at the Ivan, is very chaotic, uh, but there are pockets and places of refuge. Uh, and those places, uh, the number one place of refuge that you have to tap into uh, is to tap into your secret place. Uh, to tap into that space in your life where you can release all stress, you can release all pain, you can release all confusion, and center yourselves and really learn uh, how to tap into a higher power. Uh, that higher power uh, is the God source that actually gives us the energy and the truth to actually press on even in the midst of our adversity, even in the midst of our pain, even in the midst of our struggle, we can find that place where we center ourselves uh, and actually not only uh, look for rest, but not be afraid to answer uh, the questions of our life that we so easily throw away. You know, the questions of our life is, why do I do what I do? Uh, and it can be as, as, as easy as this. I remember as a child, um, my mother uh, cooking for us uh, like two to three times a week. And one of the cool things about my mother's cooking was she would cook this spaghetti dish. And uh, she would cook this spaghetti. The meat sauce was awesome. And then she did pasta. And for some reason, she would make rice with it. And what she would do is she would lay a layer of rice at the bottom, a layer of pasta, and then she would uh, put this meat sauce uh mixed in with, with the pasta as well. And, you know, as, as an adult, you know, I, when I, I got ready to make spaghetti, uh, I said, man, 
I, I don't know why I started to grab a saucepan to make a small pot of rice. And I'm like, why am I making rice right now? And I looked at it, and I called my mom, you know, and she's like, uh, you know, well, son, I, I have three grown uh, boys, and I wanted each of you to go to, to bed full. And I was like, wow, how powerful it is. And then I called my brother, and I said, wow, how we create uh, things in our lives that at the time it feels really good, but what it did create were two starches, uh, which created sugar and created extra fat for me as an adult. But I found that in my life as an adult, it's time for me to tap into those questions and say, why do I do what I do? And then when I learn why I do what I do, it is time for me to subtract those things and redefine the terms of my life to see what is needed, what is not needed, uh, and, and if it takes therapy or if it can't counseling or life coaching, uh, that 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 is necessary. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that that's just profound what you said because, in and, and one sense, most people cannot differentiate from legacy and heritage, you know, and tradition. True. So what I'm hearing in that statement is that here's something that was done in a season of life that was appropriate because of where things are, but now that the season has changed through study, through uh, introspection and revelation, you realize that, okay, that is a, uh, that's a constituent. It is a, a nice component, but it's no longer a necessary ingredient for my life. How do you or what is a way, Dr. Queen, that people can discard such uh, traditions and learn to create a new mindset so that they can quit being um, quit being an armor bearer for the family curse. Mm. Uh, the, the the number one uh, component of that transition, and I call that transition redefining the terms of your life. Uh, the number one component of that transition is stepping outside of fear. Uh, those things that are actually we are truly afraid of. Like some would say, it's the boogeyman of our lives. It's the thing that actually we run and hide from. Uh, Actually, it's for you to actually address those fears head on because the only way that you can understand what are your ailments, what are the things that are hindering your life's plight is, is to tap into those fears. To, to say, hello, fear, how are you today, and, and look at the characteristics of those fears. And actually, once you look at those characteristics, you understand why you do what you do. Then you transform those things around. It's as easy as this. When we were children uh, uh, in first grade, we, we did a wonderful thing called spelling. And when that spelling essence was uh, was actually given to us, and that lesson of, of learning and, 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 and teaching was, was given to us, we learned that uh, we may have spelling words. And those spelling words actually were things that actually defined the foundation of our vocabulary. And what that, the, the one word that I've learned, like if the teacher said today's word is going to be run, you learn that that run means to move forward in a speedient motion. So now as an adult, when you hear run, you start to move forward in a speedient motion. But I've learned that even as an adult that we can define and redefine those terms of, the, of your life. And, and one way I can, I can show you how I did it and I learned personally was, uh, you know, it, it was always those mental calisthenics as a child. It was always you know, family members dying, uh, things of that nature, grieving and uh, just transitioning from relationships and things of that nature. And one way, one way God helped me transition through this thing and redefine in my life is to redefine what pain was for me. I felt pain, so much pain, and I was like, well, oh God, well, you know, I, I don't really know how to handle it. And he said, son, pain is nothing more than a yearning to be healed. So in that yearning to be healed, I redefined what pain was. So when the next time I came into the the room of of pain or the room of hurt, I didn't look at the pain and I didn't stay stagnant by the hurt. What I did was tap into the component of what God's ultimate healing was. So I learned the power of transformative thinking, the power of redefining the terms of my life. And in redefining those terms, you learn to open up another window uh, that actually that light can come in, and you start to speak light 
over the dark places, and you start to speak power to your situations, and you start to see truths when there are falsehoods. So it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's about opening up. You have to be willing to open up from the fear of the island. You know, I know that, um, and, and one of the many callings you've had on your life, it has been such a unique tapestry. You were one of the youngest African-American elected officials in America. Uh, beyond that, at the same time, you were over a ministry that was an outreach to homeless men and women. What, Dr. Queen, did you see? that the people that sat next to sat next to you in the halls of city council and your peers, your the other elected officials from around the country that you would meet with when you were at the White House, going back and forth to Washington and to these various conferences, and then you come back and here you are in a room with someone who has a pillow made out of concrete and the blanket is the stars in the sky. What did these two groups of people, those that have and have not, have most in common? Hmm. Well, the island, that is, uh, that is truly uh, what I've been pondering for the last 10 years. Um, and in pondering that for the last 10 years, uh, I borrow a quote, I think, from Martin Luther King, to walk with kings but not lose the common touch. Um, mm-hmm. And in walking with kings but not losing the common touch, I decided a long time ago, uh, as being elected at 25, um, running my first race at 21, um, being appointed at 23, that I didn't want to be the typical politician. Uh, I didn't want to use lip service. Uh, Instead, I wanted to use uh, my hands and my feet. I wanted to be the very vessel of service. So because of that, um, you know, the only way you can serve is if you serve. It's, it's nothing, nothing you can talk about. But in, in learning, um, you know, from so many other elected officials from across the country and uh, across the world, uh, components of leadership, uh, what I learned was in order for us to be an effective country, uh, we are responsible to tap into the psyche of our citizens who are in the worst predicaments uh, and to see why uh, they they struggle, to see why uh, it's so hard to transition to a positive state, to see why um, and take the time to see why someone's hungry and just uh, throwing a quarter their way. So, uh, and, and that journey, uh, that journey is a very powerful journey for me. Uh, it actually transitioned me, uh, to be honest, from a place of arrogance uh, to a place of humility, uh, to a place of uh, talking, to a place of working. Uh, and really showed me the essence of what true love is, uh, and I, I'm an honest believer that true love is the sacrificing for the edification of someone else, sacrificing for the upliftment of mankind. So that that tangible button that you push to activate something in the atmosphere, not only for yourself and not going to the table for yourself, but moving uh, the mess and moving all of uh, the things that we can't really put our fingers on moving those things out of the way and seeing the humanity uh, in our brothers and our sisters who may not have a home at this time, who may be transitioning from some some really, really hard things. But if we never take the time to learn those things and never take the time to actually attribute and, and to sit and have relationship with each and every one of those brothers and sisters, we will never know the truth. You know, with that stated, the per- the name of this show is a sequence to living a balanced life. Uh, it's ironic. My uh, one of my good friends, he's a, a film producer, a playwright. Curtis Vaughn uh, got married today, and I was looking at the pictures. And I know you're getting married next month. I know every woman and that's listening to this show right now, and probably a few of the men around the world that are that are tuned in right now want to know, Doctor Queen. What was your secret to living a balanced life to such a degree 
that you, through the laws of attraction and divine intervention, your wife showed up on, but she's not, well, I might as well just call her your wife. It's just a month away, but you're, you're, the, the love of your life showed up on the horizon. What were the secrets to living that balanced life that helped cause that landslide of love to come your way? Well, uh, yeah, Evan, um, I'm a firm believer of uh, destiny. Uh, mm-hmm. And not only destiny, it's like um, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, as the scripture says, on how we actually sow into the universe. And sowing into the universe, uh, not for yourself, but for other people. Um, one thing that I remember as a child is, uh, I think the number one component uh, is actually, I've started praying for my wife since I was 11, 11 years old, as a young child. Uh, actually, I started preaching uh, at around that time uh, in ministry, and I started to pray for my wife. I didn't know who she was. Uh, I didn't know how she was going to look. But I started to pray for her uh, her well-being, praying for her spirit, praying for her psyche, praying for each and every day as she walked along uh, this thing called life, that she would actually be introduced uh, to a higher power uh, called uh, my God, which is Jesus, uh, moving past myself and, and actually uh, seeing, even at that young age, uh, to actually pray and to actually channel energies her way uh, in a positive way. Um, I think that is that is key. So the first thing I would say is prayer. Uh, the second thing I would say is obedience is better than sacrifice. I honestly feel like my life is not my own. I honestly feel like the things that I attribute to the success that God has given me uh, has really nothing very much to do with me except for me obeying what I call in my life, my life coach, the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and guiding uh, him guiding me and leading me to perfect truth. Um, it, it's just being patient, you know. Uh, it comes when you least expect it. Uh, wow. And wow, when it comes, there's uh, nothing else that, that, that can uh, can take that feeling away. Uh, I definitely know that I've found uh, my rib, as the old preachers would say. I found the woman to complete me. and uh, uh, But I've learned in the woman com- helping to complete who I am, I had to be complete first. So to complete, uh, make a hell of a whole. <laughs> Wow, wow, that, that's good, that's good. Uh, I, stay on the line with us, Dr. Queen. I'm bringing uh, back on right now uh, Dr. Priscilla Anderson. And what I want to ask you, uh, Dr. Anderson, um, what would you say as a clinician and as a woman and as an entrepreneur, what's the secret that you can give our audience to living a balanced life? Well, first of all, be true to yourself. Um, you know, know what your purpose is, live in your purpose. That's very important for happiness and decreased stress. Um, Surround yourself with people that are positive. Um, Don't waste your time trying to convince people to to get you, you know, be you and believe in yourself. Take care of your body, your mind, your spirit, and, um, you know, Eat right, exercise, and honor your body. That's very important. You know, I think the beauty of a program like that we had tonight is mind, body, and soul. You know, I can help you take care of the mind part. Dr. Anderson's helping take care of the body part, and Dr. Queen is taking care of the soul. Uh, Dr. Anderson, how can people get in contact with you? And first, before you even tell them that, I want to go out and do something seldom to Ladies and gentlemen, I can vouch that this is one of probably one of the best compounding pharmacies in the country. Her product line is uh, way, 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 way above par. And I want you, and I'm not getting, she's not paying me anything under the table. The reason I'm endorsing her is because I want you to live a long, 
healthy life, and this show is all about giving you the tools to lead a profoundly extraordinary life. So with that said, Dr. Anderson, how can people get in contact with you? How can they buy your products? And uh, can they learn more about you? Okay, so they can uh, go to my website. It's www.mynaturalpharmacist.net. They can contact me through the website, or if they'd like to call me, they're welcome to do that at 713-487-6418. Uh, my product line is on the, we- yeah, on I got the website. Some. No, 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 Dr. Hansen, repeat the phone number, because you know it's some folks like me. I ain't got no damn pen. Repeat okay. that one more. It's 713 713- 487-6418, or they can contact me again through my website, which is, um, you know, www.mynaturalpharmacist.net, and they can see the products online, they can see my story, and I also do health consultations via email if they want to transition from prescription drugs to herbs, I can help them with that also. That's fantastic. And, Dr. Queen, um, I know your schedule is chaotic. So, first, uh, do you mind giving out some information so that people can reach out? And, uh, by the way, I'm going to say this. What you guys don't know is he has one killer, uh, some music out there that you guys can go to iTunes and get this. I mean, he's a phenomenal talent. But, moreover, he's also written books. He's uh, I don't think it's anything he hadn't done but sharecropped. But, Dr. Do you mind giving out some contact information? And if you do, please feel free. I do not mind, D. Ivan. Uh, actually, you can get in touch with me at www.pastorsimq.com, which is www.pastorsimq.com, uh, as well as uh, if you want to actually come and see what we do, you can go to www.stjohnsdownton. Dot .org which is www.stjohnsdowntown.org also a shout out to Rudy Rasmus uh his new book Love Period uh and actually feel free to hit me up anytime you can hit me up by the web or you can hit me up by email uh I'll be I'll be looking forward to actually sitting and talking with you uh, a new love initiative that we actually have going on is called the Face House uh, actually will be spiritual direction, life coaching, uh, actually counseling, and a little Christian counseling as well. So feel free uh, to hit me up at any time. As always, as I like to say and my family like to say, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, Dr. Queen, Dr. Anderson, I really appreciate you guys being part of the show tonight, and I definitely want you to come back. Now, audience, stay with me for a second. Oh, and thank you both. I love both of you. Right, we love you too, the I enjoyed All it. Right. Thank you. All right. So here's what I want to say tonight. The reason why I bought a show like this to you isn't because I wanted you to have some type of weird experience. It wasn't because to promote anybody's music or sell anybody's products. Nothing like that. I do endorse both of these people, and it's because I have vented them uh, Rainice Edwards, who is the uh, the new person that is over uh, the business development aspect of the Devon Young brand, is very thorough. Rainice is, uh, I love you so much. Uh, Mark Gamble, Preston Milton, my attorney, Jaylene Mack. These people all have two things in common with me. One, integrity, and the other one is character. We are not going to do anything on this program that allows you the listener, the audience, and this is a global audience. There are millions of people that are going to hear this program. Um, I want you to know that this is one place where you actually are safe, where you're not going to get any BS, where you're not going to have somebody that's slipped a couple of hundred dollars in some shampoo and some bath, uh, some toiletries in my pocket. I don't roll like that, you know, and nobody connected to me does because if you do, if I even sense you have a hidden agenda, I'm going to fire your ass so quick and make your head spin. But the, but I want you to think about some things tonight that we picked up. Number one, 
the pharmaceutical industry, with all the good things that it does, I don't want you to think that every drug company's got some, I'm going to say, plain old hood way, some doo-doo in the game. They don't. Some of these companies are really dedicated towards the research that they pursue. However, uh, like Dr. Anderson said, a lot of this stuff you don't really need to take, and if you read the side effects, it does you more harm than good. And as a clinician myself, I'm also going to tell you, if you have been taking the same prescriptions for more than three to five years, there's either something wrong with you or something wrong with your doctor. You need to reevaluate that stuff. Some of this stuff you're taking may be actually working against each other, especially if you're seeing two or three different types of uh, clinicians to treat you. And for some of you, especially those of you with kids, your kid doesn't have ADHD and ADD. Your kid needs a good ass whooping. And that's, yes, I said it. I believe in spanking a kid. I don't believe in abusing a child. But that little bad rascal of yours, what, what he needs is somebody to make his behind sit down and act like he respects some folks. And then you probably wouldn't be needing to give him a pill and take one, too. Amen, lights and pews that are preach. Now, with all of that said, I do want to thank you uh, for praying for my daughter, Desanya. As you guys know, uh, I lost my granddaughter a couple of weeks ago, Zoe, and she's with God looking down, being one of my guardian angels for sure. And I want you to hear this, and, and I really want you to hear this, America, as well as my friends abroad. Everything in your life happens for a reason, uh, but don't get caught up in what happened. Pay attention to what's happening Today, my son, Aaron, called me, and he said, Dad, I want to go to church. And, and I guess he noticed that I'd really been taking like a couple of weeks just to chill and kind of, you know, be me for a minute. And my son called me. So I, I want you to hear this, America. When you train up your kids right, it blesses you later. And when I got back to church, I, I had a sister walk, walk up to me, and she said, Dr. Young, I miss your word from God. I miss what you had to say. You know, it's uh, that gets me through the day sometimes. That woke me up. It woke me up to the fact that I dare not get caught into what has happened and lose sight of what is happening. And I want you to do that, America. For those of you that participate in our social media contests uh, on Facebook and what have you, well, they're now getting ready to start announcing prizes. They're going to announce it all month long during the month of May. So you guys are definitely going to receive some good things and see some testimonials from the use of those things. But more than anything else, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave you with this before we get out of here. I want you to know three different things. The first thing is the fact you're listening to this show right now is not a mistake, not at all. Some of you are looking for love in all the wrong places. And what Dr. Queen shared with you tonight, I suggest that you take that with you. And, it, and this show is archived, so if you missed any part of it, you can listen to it throughout eternity. Basically, well, I don't know about eternity, but, you know, you will be able to listen to it until you probably can't hear anymore because there was some serious stuff Dr. Queen laid out there for you. And it's stuff that I know for a fact. I know this man says so. And also know the anointing that God has on his life. This is one brother that if I were going to tell you to listen to anybody, he would definitely be one of those people. And with Dr. Anderson tonight, the things that she said, some of it sounded so simple that it seemed like common sense. But if you got any relatives like some of mine, you know, damn well, common sense is no such thing. Listen to what she said to you about really assessing why are you taking these drugs that you're taking and be willing, be willing to reach out because knowledge is power and ask somebody, do I have another alternative than to be giving my baby these drugs? Do I have another alternative than to smoke this cigarette, drink this diet drink, keep taking these drugs that you think is going to make you a uh, a cougar in the bed, a tiger in the bedroom, because what you're going to end up with is some kidney malfunction and some and some liver failure is what you're going to end up with. So look at the alternatives because people perish for a lack of knowledge. And here at Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, we are here to make sure that you have the tools to live a profoundly extraordinary life. Now, with that said, 
Tune in Wednesday. This is going to be a very special show. I've got a brother that actually I met this dude. I thought he was crazy. I'm not going to lie. The dude told me uh, he was going to do something, and I thought he had lost his doggone mind. This brother told me he was going to walk from Texas, from Houston, Texas, to the West Coast, to the ocean. And he was going to do this to bring awareness to homelessness. And I was going, okay, yeah, right, sure. You, this Negro is crazy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you the brother walked from Houston to the Pacific Ocean, and his story is phenomenal, and it will change your life. Because what this story told me is that through conviction and mandate, there is hope not only for those of us that are lost, but those of us who think we have found ourselves. Even if you have, there's another level. With that said, this is Dr. D. Yvonne Young. I love you. Nothing to do about it. I will see you. I'm awesome.